Have you ever seen Stab? Once, I think. At a sleepover when I was like 12. <laughs> you live in Woodsboro and you don't know Stab? Well, your mother loves that movie. She talks about it all the time in group. How well do you remember the original? I don't know. And it was like super 90s. Huh. It was like really overlit and everyone had weird hair. <laughs> do you remember the beginning? Not really. When it started with the kill scene, right? They always started with the kill scene. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a girl at home alone. She answers a wrong number and starts talking with the killer who makes her play a game. Would you like to play a game? everyone welcome back to horror haven podcast i'm dylan and i don't want to be here <laughs> i want to be here even less <laughs> that's not true i'm very happy to be here hi guys i'm chucky larry <laughs> today we're going to be talking about scream from 2021 2022 yeah, january it was, it was 14th, january i believe it literally just came out and you're like was it last year i i know it came out like to buy recently i couldn't remember if it was like the end of 2021 it took me a second but yes 2022 and uh yeah that's it bye have a great night thank <laughs> you nothing, for coming got nothing left to say on this one thank you so much for listening no um i did want to cover this one this is actually the episode that i wanted to do as a comeback episode so like our first episode back uh just because it kind of like introduced coined, the idea. it didn't introduce the idea because the idea has been there it's been something that's been going on for a few years now but I, I don't know that I heard the term requels before this They're movie. They're the one that gave it a stupid name? Yeah. Got it. And it it really kind of just pulled a scream on it and had to parody it. But I don't know that it was uh, new enough to... Or old enough to parody. I feel like I've been done with the scream movie <laughs> since the second one. So... <laughs> so, I... I think this is a good place to just kind of toss this out here because we aren't really into the movie yet. Um, but I had put together kind of a list of tropes for requels. Just things that I kind of thought up and uh, I only thought up a couple. So I was hoping that you guys could help me kind of try to fill out uh, some of the tropes that have been established with I think we these play requels. This so... What I've got right now is overly referential to the original product. Yes. yes. Gender swaps. Um, do you have examples? Yes, yeah, I do. Examples. Uh, so, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, yep. is basically... The same movie. The same yeah. fucking movie, just with the, a girl. Instead of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Ghostbusters re- Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gender swap. Halloween 2018. Gender swapping a lot of the ideologies of the caricatures that exist within the genre. So they do that in this film, and I'll try to point it out 
kind of as we go. But um, and then legacy characters die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the last one I had is when people talk about it, they refer to it as a love letter to the original. Yep. <laughs> okay. Accurate. Do you guys have any other tropes? that you would associate with requels. It's still, again, like Dylan said, very fucking new. But it just, to me, that seems like those are some of the main tropes of... Yeah, I I think you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of reference to the originals, and it's at times, and we'll get into it a lot with this movie in particular, but there's times where it's just kind of like eye-rolly, and it's just like, oh, okay. Wait, wait, I have one more thing. I feel like in the horror genre specifically for the requels, there's like the phone call where it's like, it's happening again, or it's back, or they're back. That phone call happens. Yeah. So don't forget that. <laughs> there has to be a phone call where you're contacting another legacy character to inform them that they need to come back to the town because it's happening again. Yeah, somebody important time. to the original film has to be notified that the evil has returned. Yep. And we need you to kick its ass specifically. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but um, yeah, the, there's a lot of, of like eye-rolling moments, and there's parts where you, you could tell they wanted to be like, oh, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? But it was it's just so in your face that you're like, okay, I, I, yeah, I got it. I, I know what you're doing. I, I see it. Especially um, when we talked about Halloween Kills. Like, there's so much stuff that they borrowed from the sequels that they just retconned Mm -hmm. so it's like we why did you retcon it if you're just gonna do the same story or do the same thing and it's just it it gets to a point where you're just rolling your eyes and like why 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 are you wasting it feels like a waste of time at that point now here's another one that i want to toss out there because i think that it's more prominent in other films um but they typically look past everything except the original in requels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like that's their way of... Well, with Scream specifically, I feel like it's a known thing that sequels are never better than the original. So I feel like that's their way around. Of, uh, that that would just be a Scream thing to do. You would have to ignore certain aspects of it. But this one didn't. It didn't, but... Nothing that happened in Scream 2, 3, or 4 even got brought up in it. So you could just view this as a direct sequel. You could watch this directly after watching the first Scream and still be completely caught up on what's going on. But that was my original theory when they announced the the movie coming out and how it wasn't going to be called Scream 5. It was just going to be called Scream I said they're they're probably just gonna do what they did with Halloween and all these other requels where they make it a direct sequel to the original and forget about the other sequels. You know what I love about that when they do that is trying to make a timeline that makes fucking sense. <laughs> well, I'm looking at you, Texas Chainsaw 3D. <laughs> I also, um, they do kind of reference the previous films. Um, the character uh, Wes's mom, fuck her name was, uh, Judy Hicks. Yes. She was in Scream Four, but she wasn't yeah. in. Yes, but they did specifically say that she was not an important character. <laughs> <laughs> they said that in the movie directly. They also so, have Randy dying in um, 
Scream 2? Yeah, it was the second one that he died in. Yeah, so they, they're adhering to the films. They're not overly referential to those films. They're more so referential to the original film. But those films still do exist. Those stories still exist yeah. within this universe. So, I ask, is this a requel or is this a sequel? Maybe this is a requel of a requel. I, 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 would I feel say like that this is a sequel. What if it's a sequel to a requel? No, I, I feel like this is a sequel that's trying to be a requel. Yeah. Where the, um, where the killers are trying to make a requel manifest in real life. And that this yeah, isn't this necessarily... Too complex. <laughs> uh, it's more complex than it needs to be. <laughs> well, but yeah, I, I, I agree because... But you get what I'm saying? That, that yeah, the film itself isn't a, isn't a requel, but that the idea is that they're trying they're to make a, a requel, but it's still a sequel because everything else exists still within this universe. Well, yeah, because you already had... You're, like they they can't go with the we're bringing back legacy characters and everything because the same characters have been in every sequel. You you it's I could understand if maybe Scream Four came out and it didn't have Sydney, Gale, Dewey, and they brought them back for this one. But they, you can't say like oh we're bringing back the legacy characters because the legacy characters never left. Exactly. They they were always there. If anything, these are just new characters that they're essentially passing the torch to. Where, like, in Star Wars, when you look at the Star Wars timeline, you have the original trilogy, then you have the prequel trilogy, and then the sequels that are considered requels. Yep. Because they're essentially retelling the first three films, which were actually the third, fourth, and fifth film. (laughs) That's a whole mess in itself. It's a murky thing. It's a murky thing. Ah, Star Wars. Anyway... (laughs) Um, we, we can talk about Star Wars. <laughs> can we talk about Bruno? We don't. No, no. We, we don't. I, I watch that movie quite frequently, Larry, and we do not talk about him okay. until the end. Or that entire song. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> the entire song I hate that that was him. the breakout song of the movie because just about every other song in the movie is better. <laughs> but uh, we're not talking about Encanto. Yeah. So. Oh, come on. Can't we talk about anything other than Scream? No. We're really trying to avoid this right now. <laughs> what, 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 let's get into it. So this movie starts out just like every other Scream movie with the phone call. Uh, I'm outside your house. Scream 2 didn't start out like that. You're absolutely right. Scream 2 did not start out like that. You, you see that, you guys? I'm keeping everybody on point. I'm the internet. <laughs> Here, I would flesh. like to point out that Dylan loves the Scream movies, so he's going to be all like it's it been a while on since himself I... right now and oh, beating no, himself bro. up after It's been a while since I watched uh, them, but... Can, can we, before we get into this, because I feel like this should be said, I hate every fucking Scream film except the original. I really liked the original. And They're... then I could not stand the sequels. Like, every single one of them, it got progressively worse. And um, I think they're, they're unnecessary. Uh, and uh, one more thing. Uh, this is the first Scream film that wasn't directed by Wes Craven, and it fucking shows. Yeah. Um, I think it also, is it the first one that wasn't written by Kevin Williamson? Kevin Williamson? I believe that might not be true. I think that 4 wasn't written by him. It might have okay. been co-written by him. I, I have not done that research. Um, nope, he did write the fourth one, too. 
this. So I think that also shows that this was this, the writing. We'll get into that. It's on the wall. Yeah. I'm thrilled that Dylan was not a fan of this one because there's been two movies in our relationship that have almost caused divorce. <laughs> as Scream being one of them and Blair Witch being the other. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm very, it's, it's, it's refreshing to talk freely about a Scream movie without feeling like Dylan's going to leave my ass. No, this is a safe space. But we, we did, we watched, we started the movie, and I, I'm i not going to lie, I was really excited for the movie, because like Sierra said, I, I do like the Scream franchise, I do agree that the sequels were unnecessary and progressively got worse, and I can't watch them all back to back, because they are all very similar. So, we started this out, and I was really excited for it, I had heard great things about it, which is wild wild absolutely wild. but <laughs> i'd heard great things about it so i was excited to watch it and it started out and instantly in the first scene i was like i'm bored already and sira said it straight out she said all of these movies start exactly the same and i said you're you're right that's probably why i'm bored already because i already know what's gonna happen here um it, it, it felt only- formulaic uh but in a way that they were trying to be like look we're, we're admiring the originals. We're, 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 you know, this is this is like a send up to the original film, and, and it's there. There's there's flattery, and then there's bribery or theft, and, and and to me this is this is just bad. It's not even theft. It's just hokey. Like yes, I would say hokey. So. Uh, Are you saying hokey because you agree, or because it's just—it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Okay. It's well, just like so... it's like it's like watching the same fucking scene in five movies. Like, why does it? Why? But here's the thing, and and you know, I feel like we sometimes use the term fan film as a derogative term, and it's because for the most part, fan films are lesser than the theatrical films. Like, there's just no way around it. They have more of a production value. They have quality actors. You know, they they have a lot of things at their disposal that a fan film isn't necessarily going to have. And a lot of the times they have a script. And so this feels like the bad kind of comparison to a fan film. In the sense that this just felt like a shitty fan film. I could I could see that because it does kind of give off like super fans made it like kind of like the storyline it's super fans that reenact the killers it's like kind of the same I guess in that sense it's very meta which is a a scream thing that it was Stop trying to make it seem like it's clever it's just stupid <laughs> People are not going to like me that enjoyed this movie because I like they I can't even be nice about it it's just dumb I wish that Courtney Cox brought back her shitty bangs just so that I had something to be distracted by. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, uh, I was just going to move on if you had something to say. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I was just going to say, it, it, we go on to these new set of characters, all of which I don't care about, and that might be a generational thing, because, you know, you watch Scream as a teenager, and you know, teenagers, and then you see these characters grow up, like Scream 2, Scream 3, and you're getting older and you're watching it. So to go back and have a new cast of these, like, really annoying 
current day teens, I I didn't care about any yeah, of them. Yeah, but and I, even you know, hold on, they they did that also in Scream Four, where they introduced an entirely new youthful cast, and it didn't feel as afternoon special as it did in this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not that. I, I think that that's the writing, though. So the writing, yeah, it's, they, it's they developed cool the characters. Yeah, they developed the characters more in Scream Four, and you got to like the characters. So you were waiting for the reveal because you're like, I, I enjoy these characters. Which one is going to be the killer? Which I think is important for these kinds of movies. But yeah. this movie, I did not care about any of these characters. So when the reveal came, I was like, I don't even care. Like, I, okay, that's who it is. That's that's great. <laughs> Let me hear what shitty motive they have in this movie. I feel like in reality, like I think I think it came up last week when we were talking about Halloween as well. Is that these these movies are being put out in high demand for a cash grab, and this movie is like like even Halloween Kills didn't feel like so bad in comparison to this movie. Like it it literally was just put out there for money. Like there's nothing important, special, different, unique about this movie. It is literally just. Let me slap the Scream title on it so I can get some money and make the same movie that's been made four other times. Like, that's what it feels like to me, at least. It also didn't feel authentic. N- nothing... It felt lazy. Throughout the film, nothing really felt authentic. And, and even the scene where the sheriff is racing home to save her son didn't feel authentic. It just, no. It just felt... Like, it felt like, you you ever watch any of those, like, shows on, like, Fox or uh, CBS, those uh, hour-long TV dramas where they have yeah. some incident that you know is going to probably be solved, you know, and, and they do that in the car fucking camera work? It it felt like, like TV. It didn't feel like a film. And, and at every point of this movie... There was nothing really cinematic that happened. There, there's, go ahead. I almost feel like in, and I don't feel like that's just this screen movie. I feel like in Scream in general, I feel like the characters are not realistic in any way. Like they're very like, uh, <laughs> they're all annoying. Like it just doesn't like. I've never watched a screen movie and been like, yeah, I like that person. Like it's just like all like very extra and overdone. Like it's just like the soap opera of horror movies. Yeah, but but even in, like, Scream 3, when they kill Cotton Weary, and he's in that car chase sequence, it feels cinematic. Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel cinematic. It feels lesser than. It feels like a fan film. Well, also... (laughs) Yeah, I get that. There's a lot of of conveniences in this movie, too. Um, For example, the scene you're talking about... She calls for backup and is like, get them to my house immediately. And you'd think with a killer on the loose and you have who she was the sheriff at the time, right? You'd think her saying, like, get someone to my house immediately, they would get there. But then you have this whole stretched out part after that of her son, like, checking the house and like, seeing what's going on. And it, it really just takes its time. You would think that they would have a rush to get there. Yeah. And it's just a, a huge convenience at that point that nobody got there it's quick. So bad. Also, his name, that character's name, is Wes. And uh, I just I just hate I hate that kind of writing. 
Just they like also uh, had Samantha Carpenter. Yes, who, Sam Carpenter, whose dad ended up being Billy Loomis. So Sam Loomis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, there was there was a lot of stuff too. Like there was a shot in a part of the movie where it showed Elm Street, and it's like okay, I, it, that that's exactly what we we're talking about before. Where it's just cringy yes, we and know he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> We well, get it. He's dead. I believe they did that in the first Scream as well, if I'm, I'm not yeah. mistaken. I mean, there, I just, there just were... to play devil's advocate on yeah. that one. I mean, they had the whole Wes Craven cameo where he was Fred the janitor with the striped sweater. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, like, I, I think it, they, it just they seems also did the Elm Street <laughs> sign in uh, the first Scream. Just to you know, because I I feel yeah. like I'm gonna be negative Nancy for most of this. I will say, uh, you know, where where they maybe aren't at fault. I think that, that oh, was done Larry, in the first one. I'm gonna be negative, Nancy. Dear. Okay, I'll be positive, Patty. Then. <laughs> no, I, that's fine because you are just calling me on all of the stuff that people listening are gonna call me. Like on I said, anyway. I'm the internet in the flesh today, you guys. Yes, that's that's fine. I'm fine with that. But it, it just doesn't seem genuine in this movie. It just seems like it's thrown in there. For you to be like, oh, I, I can see what you did there. Yeah, but does any of the Scream movies ever feel genuine? I just don't like Scream. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't even be. <laughs> I just don't like the movie. We're not talking about the other Scream movies here. We're talking I about know, this movie. I know, but it's just like I, I everything feel like you, you said. You can't talk about this movie without talking about yeah, the other movies. Though. This is what I'm saying. Though, because like you, the whole the whole purpose of the film is to ride off that nostalgia. That's yeah. That's the whole reason that we're going to see this movie in the theaters is because we remember when we were younger and we went and saw these movies and they were scary or whatever they've never been really scary the first one was suspenseful and had some moments but this one never felt scary yeah i think that the first scream is the like i i don't mind the first one um it's you know because when you watched it when you were younger you know, it was fun. It was cool to, like, be a horror fan and see people recognizing the rules that are very clear in slasher movies. Like, it was funny. To me, the first Scream is a good introduction to horror. Like, I I showed it to my younger brother when he wanted to get into horror movies. I said, okay, well, we'll watch Scream. It's pretty tame, and it's, it, you know, it's a fun movie to watch. With the exception of Drew Barrymore hanging from a tree with her intestines in That's, uh, that's that. a legacy character they should have brought back. Oh, I, they I did just bring her back. Not, she it's was not the a, principal. She I, was I the just, voice of the principal in the movie. Oh. I, I just meant it's tame in the fact, in the sense of, you know, it's not a Friday the 13th movie where there's graphic sex every 20 minutes of the movie. Dylan on the internet, remember? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they killed Dewey. The, yes. <laughs> they, they <laughs> Spoiler. Dewey's dead. So hitting the tropes of the requel, they brought back the legacy characters, and I, if you want to call it bringing them back, because like we already touched on, they were in the other sequels Yo, but already. Sydney was like, "Nah, I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not coming back." And then that bitch did. Yeah, and the way they wrote these legacy characters much like the other movies that we've already talked about this month it just made it feel like it was unnecessary for them to be there uh-huh yep what about the same movie except dewey dewey's the only one that that really if if they just didn't bring gail weathers and um sydney back 
I would have been content with him bringing Dewey back because at least he still lived in the town and it made sense that he was there. Dewey they brought was Dewey the back. an MVP of this movie. But also, like, they brought him back and they were like, he retired. And then they're like, he's on all the crime scenes, though, but he doesn't work for them anymore. <laughs> Why the fuck are they letting him into crime scenes? Uh, you know, because movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Because just... movie. No, Thank but I, I thought that Dewey was the best part of this fucking entire movie. And then they killed him? How'd you feel when they killed him? I, I actually laughed. <laughs> were you uh, like, this is stupid? Wasn't it? It was like, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. It was like they were leaving and he was like, no, I got to make sure he's dead and he yeah. turned around. Yeah. It was like, Dewey, yep. As soon I as actually, that happened, I think we looked at each other and were like, yep, Dewey's dead. I actually laughed at it after the fact when we found out that the person who killed him was this teenage girl and that completely overpowered him. him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Apparently completely overpowered him, threw him into like a glass case. It... And it's like, it's like maybe if she was like a really tough gal, but she's like a very sm- small, skinny 16 year old. Yeah. So I, as soon as I seen each character, I was like, there's the killer. There's the killer. For both killers, I I literally told you when I was talking to you, because I was watching the, you were like, yeah, we're watching the new screen. I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. And I messaged you, I was like, boyfriend's a killer. Like 15, yeah, I think you were like 15 or 20 minutes behind us. <laughs> but I, I literally, boyfriend's a killer, lesbian's the killer. <laughs> well, they also, they also made it easy, too, because they just picked people off. So you're watching it, and you're like, okay, well, Wes isn't the killer. Um... I knew yeah. when they did Randy's that. Niece, that Randy's mm-hmm. niece and nephew aren't the killer. and it, 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 It's just picking people off. You're like, okay, well, the only ones are left that are left are these people. Well, yeah, we got it down to the best friend. And then we're like, wait, she can't be the killer if this person just died and she's with this one. And we're like, there's two killers. Yeah. Obviously, we overlooked that. And I was like, he was the only one that, he was the last one that could have potentially done any of it. I had a feeling from the start there was going to be two killers. It, Literally, the, when is, they introduced her with the video footage, I was like, "Oh, she's the killer." Yeah. When is when the they had the video the only... and she was, they were, you know, copying her cell phone, parroting whatever the fuck they call it, uh, cloning the cellular. Yeah. And and they were showing the video footage of her. I was like, "Okay, she's the killer." And then <laughs> when they do the kill attack in the beginning of the film, and then they introduce the boyfriend, I was like, "Okay, he's the killer." That was literally when I fucking made up my mind <laughs> is, is he, the, he really played it off like he didn't like the stab movies though <laughs> is the third scream the only one where there's only one killer yeah it's crazy there was another killer in the emma roberts one yeah, yeah. uh macaulay culkin's brother <laughs> yeah oh fuck i don't remember that one because i hate emma roberts <clears throat> but love pa- hidden panettiere yes <laughs> it's a, it's a tough cross to road. Uh, road I don't really cross. like her either, honestly. Oh shit! I, I don't. Say I, don't I don't. I don't know. But some some more parts of this movie that made no sense that we had talked about when we were uh, messaging about the movie. So the daughter uh, Sam in the movie turns out to be the daughter of Billy Loomis. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're Conven- gonna we're gonna say that it's true. Conveniently. Um, yeah, you know, when he was planning to kill Sidney Prescott, he also got this chick totally pregnant, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that happened. So, again, conveniences. Um, she's never met him. 
Why is she being haunted by him? Better yet, why does she know exactly what he looks like when he died? Yeah, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> and also, you had brought up, I didn't even think about it, when we were, or when they were going over, like, who Billy Loomis was, they had it, like, the crime special pulled up on the screen, and it's just a screenshot from the first Scream movie. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, where were they, where did they of get him that? him at Stu Bacher's house, yeah. literally standing in the doorway from the film. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like a lot of the reveals in this movie, too, were re- revealed in the trailer, and I, I gotta stop watching trailers for uh, movies. I, I told you, man. Because uh, Steven brought it up. We, had, we were talking to Steven a little bit about this movie, and he is like, oh, the only thing that I was shocked by was uh, that they were in Stu's, with the reveal that they were in Stu's house, and I was like, well, it showed it in the trailer, so I already knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> so That was a when great it, shot. I didn't see any of the trailers either, and I thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I just feel like trailers. this series, yeah. the series hasn't been been the same without Stu. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was I was gonna say Tatum. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Tatum too. I I actually brought this up. I don't remember if it was on one of the episodes or if I was talking to Stephen like after we had recorded, but. The original idea for the Scream sequel, the second one, was they were going to have it that Stu survived the first one, and he had this following, and the following were, like, killing people. And I had heard that that was for the third film. It might have been for the third film. I know it was one of the sequels, and they didn't end up going with that, and Kevin Williamson, who wrote the movies went on to write the show The Following with Kevin Bacon, and that's pretty much the plot for the movie, or for the show The Following. <laughs> so it's a very different he, ended show, up, he ended up using that plot where you have a guy in jail, but he ends up getting this like cult following, and they set out to kill people. He also had a guy climb up through a window and scream, and then a, like a girl kind of gender swap, I guess, in Dawson's Creek do the exact same thing. <laughs> All I'm saying, you guys, is that Kevin Williamson was not a very creative writer. <laughs> That's all I was saying. Well, that makes sense as to why all the fucking movies are the same. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a very sane quality about him. And then these, like these filmmakers went along and did the exact same shit that he did. So Kevin Williamson was super samey, and then so were they. Yeah, but... And I just, I don't get it. I don't fucking understand. I don't understand why you would want to... Money. No, but I I understand money. Don't get me wrong. I understand you want to rub that nostalgia fucking piggy bank as much as you can, but not this fucking much. Who cares? It felt... You get paid. (laughs) It felt like it was insulting my intelligence the entire time I was watching it. Yeah. Essentially. I feel like we literally rolled our eyes every time another scene started. Like, it was just like, there was like... I, I don't understand because, like, the people people that I know were very, very happy with this film. They went and saw it in theaters and they were like, yo, Scream was wonderful. And then, like, a week later, they watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre and was like, yo, that shit was terrible. And I'm like, I, did we watch the same movies? I'm very confused. <laughs> very confused. Yeah. I don't know. My, I'm too picky. This movie was bad. I also... I... We we got we were in the mo- we were into the movie like watching it, and 
I checked the time and there was like 30 minutes left of the movie. And I said to Sira, has anything happened? I feel like I've watched this entire movie and nothing has happened. That one dude watched all the Stab movies during the duration of the film yeah. and like would like randomly bring up like, oh yeah, I was locked in Stab. Yeah, he, he took a crash course, course on the Stab films. So yes. that happened. Yeah, that's but, all I remember from the whole movie is that every time something bad happened, he was watching Stab movies. There was a relationship melodrama between the two sisters that ended up playing out well yeah i mean it's the older it's sam's fault that dad left because <laughs> i mean it kind of is that i mean no it's mom's it's, it's fault mom's that fault dad left. it's mom's fault mom was a hoe for show <laughs> mom was a hoe for show <laughs> just be up front man don't 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 trick a dude into staying with you all right, so were there any were there any redeeming qualities to this movie? Anything that you guys Gail Weathers' bangs was... were not bad. Dewey. Dewey was good. Dewey's death killed him off, though. That was not good. No, nah, I didn't mind them killing him off. I think <sighs> because they've got two more of these fucking movies coming off or coming out, and what? I think they kill Gail next, and then Sydney. I'm not gonna watch. Them. You think they'll kill Sydney? Eventually, yeah. I think oh. that. You know, it's very much like the Star Wars sequels, where they had Luke, Han, and Leia, and then one by one killed them <laughs> off. Well, you know what? The, the, what's <laughs> what's going to happen is, like, the, he's probably right. They probably will kill them off, but, like, it'll be to save the new yeah. the final person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know why they're making another two back-to-back with this one. I mean, I know why. It's probably money-related. But it's definitely money related. They're gonna are they just gonna go off of the same requel tropes that they just went off on this one? It, there's no, not they're gonna, gonna be, make a requel of the second and third ones now. There's not Does gonna that be make sense? there's not gonna be a new horror trend. They might now not want to get Jada Pinkett in there. <laughs> I don't know, they might want to. Uh, if if they know what's good for them, they will. <laughs> Her husband is slept happy. <laughs> That'll be so dated by the time that this actually airs. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like people are really going on that one. <laughs> That'll be... It's already dated now, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Would you feel like a real boomer when you make a Will Smith joke now? <laughs> no, he's still, he's still relevant, apparently. That was, that was four fucking days ago. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. I Good don't times. think he's going to be relevant very much longer because everybody... Well, I don't know. It's so weird because, like... A lot of people are not mad at him, and then a lot of people are mad at him. Yeah. yeah. Who's wrong? Who's right? I don't care either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking for reasons not to talk about this movie. We can rate it. I'm, I don't have... If anybody else has anything to say... Uh, I, I would just oh, say... Oh, tell that... them about your favorite scene. Go ahead. You've been waiting to talk about this, buddy. The only scene that I really liked, that I like, actually laughed at, was where... The guy who turns out, the boyfriend who turns out to be the killer, says, "I'll be right back." And Randy's niece is like, "Ah, ah!" And they do the little like pointy thing at each other. I was like, "All right, that's that's kind of funny." But uh, doing the turn around, turn around, uh, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. No, but the "I'll be right back" thing, where they're like, "Ah, ah!" I, I, I just said that thing that I shouldn't have said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say that killer. this this movie is so preoccupied the minutia of like paying fan service that they never tell an overall story mm-hmm. and that 
if if you could glom any kind of story from it, the story would be that fandom is toxic because the villains in this film are the fans, are the horror fans who are dissatisfied with the shitty product that they're receiving. Isn't it funny though? It's like they're telling the exact story of the truth. Like, yeah. we're so sick of seeing it, and then they, they're telling a story about making more shitty movies while making it a shitty movie. Now that is some meta shit I was not prepared for. <laughs> so, yeah, let's rate this bad boy and s- stop talking about it, because it's and never, making me never drink. talk about it again. Never, ever again. <laughs> never Much like again. Bruno. We're locking this away. Alright. <laughs> you can't get past Bruno right now. Sierra. Point zero 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 three. Mm. So you're rating it a zero. Yep. Absolutely nothing about the. You've rated really shitty movies like a one or a two. <laughs> give me, give me examples. This is the worst movie you have ever seen in your life. One of the worst movies you've ever seen it's in your life. It's pretty fucking okay. bad. Okay. If you want to go with a zero. Wait, what? Give me, give me examples of movies. I don't remember I your really... ratings on every. Exactly. It's been a long time. I'm starting a new rating system, so it's a zero. Okay. And this is out of ten, correct? This is out yes. of ten, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go four. Okay. Uh, you know, it's competent in that they were able to get the camera going. <laughs> they made <laughs> they money off able, of it. They were able to light well, and they made money. Uh, it it provided what it said it would provide, which is ghost face killing people. Um, but as a, as a story, as an overall story, it's lackluster. The, the writing is poor. Uh, the characterizations are piss poor, and the plot was asinine. I agree with everything you just said, and I'm also going to give it a four. But the main reason I'm giving it a four is because I hated Halloween Kills more than I hated this movie, and I gave that a three. So I do I wouldn't feel fair giving it a lower rating. Than yeah, Halloween I would kills. take Halloween kills over this movie. Yeah, I would take Halloween kills over this. Like at least that one to laugh at, at, laugh at because like the characters are like over exaggerated. Yeah, you got Big John and Little like, John. Yeah, I Big John, like Little John. I do like Big John yeah, and Little John. Come on, they were so lovable. So that gives our average a two point seven. Seems <laughs> 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 fair. <laughs> that, might be, that might be the lowest movie we've ever rated. And uh, <laughs> the IMDb score for this right now is a six point five. Yeah, that's way too high. <laughs> so let's let's meet those in the middle and say three, four. Okay, I have one yeah. more thing to say before we're done with this movie. I think that considering that the IMDb score you said mm-hmm. is a six point seven, I think that people came out, watched it, and got like that boost of nostalgia and were excited about something that wasn't great, and they should probably rewatch it again. Because I think that once they get through being excited about seeing characters that they really love, um, they'll probably see that it is a very, very poorly made movie. It could also be a theater experience thing, too. Because if you look at the reviews on IMDb, and it's the same with things that I've seen on social media and stuff, um, it, it seems like a lot of the really high scores were when it came out in theaters. And the low scores are the ones that have come out since it started streaming. Mm-hmm. And also, Much like when Chainsaw I... Massacre, right? Yes. Which would mean that Chainsaw Massacre would have benefited from being theatrically released. 
I agree. More 100%. than likely, I, yeah. I agree that it should have been a. I theatrical. think that would have been a fun yeah. theater experience. Yeah. Um, I but the same with social media. Uh, when I remember when the movie came out, and that's where I was getting a lot of that hype from, where people were just posting like, "This movie's great. This is amazing. Go see this movie." And now, whenever I see something posted about the movie, I'll just like click on it to read the comments, and everybody's just like, "This movie was shit. Yeah. I, I can't believe I wasted my time watching it." Shouldn't the dude I, with the muscle car have been called Red Herring? <laughs> Wait, who? What? You you don't remember that totally useless Top character that they killed off yes, almost you. instantly? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I was like, why do I know who Red Herring is? And it's yeah. Okay. Pup, Pup named Scooby Doo. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what, what the? F-? He's a little <laughs> asshole <laughs> ginger dude, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the one that Fred yeah. always blamed for shit. Yeah. yeah, he's here. That's never him. <laughs> Shit, Dude, I was literally that. somewhere else. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> All right, Larry, you got some plugs? Yeah, uh, it'll be very much the same as the last time I was here for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, if you haven't listened to that, you should go listen to that because it, it was a it was a better movie. Uh, so we were nicer. Uh, but <laughs> I hate being negative. But you can absolutely follow me on TikTok at CreaturePod. As long as I'm not banned, I will be <laughs> producing funny content that's horror-related for the most part. I Is get it funny for too. the most part or horror-related for the most part? Yeah, I'll leave that to A little bit of both. <laughs> Depends on your personality. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'm funny and sometimes I'm horrific. I and sometimes you're banned. Yeah. <laughs> no, most of the time you're banned. <laughs> yeah, more, more often than not, I'm banned. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Horror Haven Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, we have a TikTok, Horror underscore Haven. I haven't really posted on it. Maybe by the time this comes out, I'll be more active on it. Um, you keep saying that at the end of every episode. Hopefully next week is a better movie. Yeah, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review. Tell us if you liked us, if you hated us, if we're okay. We're also starting our own bowling league this week, so oh, you can sick. join that too. <laughs> we're not really. <laughs> you got to come up with a horror name, though, if you're going to start a bowling league. Let's Pinheads. let's 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 workshop that right now, before Pinheads. we before we say goodbye. Let's workshop Heads a bowling roll. name. Heads will roll. That's pretty nice. <laughs> That's pretty nice. First try. Thank hmm. you. I don't Thank know if you. I could punch that up any. I'm going with pinheads. I'm sticking with pinheads. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, you got me down. Pinheads wins. Well, you know, whatever. Uh, next week. I don't bowl well anyway. We'll tear your bowl apart. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> uh, next week we're going to be covering Candyman and that will conclude our Reapals month. Mm. This is one that we still haven't watched yet, so I can't tell you if it's going to be a positive or negative conversation. Um, you can go back and listen to our past episodes. All of them are posted currently. Don't listen to the first one. Yeah. Sierra likes to throw that out there. Um, if you, if it's your first episode, thanks for tuning in. If it's not, thanks for coming back. If we it's your you. last episode, I don't blame you. <laughs> if it's your we last appreciate- episode, uh, can I be the first to say, eat a dick and I fucked your mom? <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, if you're going to leave, you might as well leave with a good fuck you. <laughs> there you go. All right. We appreciate it and have a good night. Bye. Peace.
not. Oh, oh good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs>